0: Hey, everyone. This is our midweek leadership podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. i super, super grateful to always have this Thursday. I, I know just like you guys, I, every time we leave this room on a Thursday, I feel like I've left with like actual gold things to work on personally, but also things to implement with our teams and people and relationships in life. So I'm just grateful to share this morning. Thank you so much, Pastor Jess. Um, Okay, so I want to read from Colossians 3, verse 23, and the NLT version says, work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Um, I I like to compare sometimes with the message translation. It's a little more savage, but it says, um, it says, Don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Work from the heart for your real master for God, confident that you'll get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. The sullen servant who does shoddy work will be held responsible. Being a follower of Jesus doesn't cover up bad work. Something that's been on my heart lately is uh, something we run on. We value excellence. And I love that this is a piece of our culture. It has challenged me, encouraged me, pushed me, molded me, shaped me in so many ways. And this is just, um, it's honestly a, an honor to be planted in a church environment that values excellence. And, and for clarity, excellence is not perfection. Excellence is a goal, but we're not talking about perfection. That's not what we're talking about when we are leaning into excellence and we're pushing for excellence in our teams and our relationships with people. It's not perfection. Perfection it's excellence. And the reason why is because we believe that God is on the other side of every single thing that we do. And there's a person that God has in mind for everything. The people are the details. And so we lean into the details and we value excellence because we know that there's a story on the other side of it. We know that there's a transformation moment. I know my story has been on the other side of someone else's investment towards excellence and pushing towards excellence. And so we value excellence. And Last night, Randall and I actually went on a date night, and it was so fun. Randall, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, Randall had made reservations at a newer restaurant in town, and we went, and when we got there, they had lost our reservation. And so the experience, though they were so kind, just wasn't awesome. And uh, eventually, the manager came and worked it all out, and we got a seat. But it just reminded me, I was like, okay, I wonder how many times I have missed someone's reservation when they walk through our door. And I was thinking about that in conjunction with our church culture when it comes to excellence. How many times have I missed someone's reservation when they've walked in? How many times have I treated that like it was normal? Randall and I made plans last night. We got a sitter. We drove to a restaurant that we had reservations and we were expecting a table. And when we walked in, there was nothing there for us. There are people who get ready every single weekend, who make plans, who prepare, they get their kids loaded in the car, there's college students coming and they're nervous because they don't know anything about this building and when they walk through the door, what happens? It's just been convicting me. It's stirring in my heart. I want to make sure that people know we've got their reservation, that we've got them taken care of, that when they come through the door, they're expecting an experience that is, I know the kind of food we serve here. I know the kind of experience I want someone to have. So when they walk through the door, you better believe I'm gonna step up and make sure that they get the experience we all know they deserve and that they're expecting. Let's not miss anybody's reservation. When I was thinking about that scripture I was reading through it this morning it just reminded me that a few things about excellence I think excellence is a heart posture it's not a measure of physical strength or ability so I think what that means is um, this is not something actually that you can do in your own strength for very long excellence can be driven by talent for a minute but I think excellence that goes the distance comes from your heart and so I think if we're going to cultivate excellence in our church environment for the long haul, that means we've all got to be really good at taking care of our heart. The Bible says that, like, we need to guard your heart. It's the wellspring of life. And so in order to cultivate excellence, in my opinion, I think that means we need to boil it down and make sure we're taking care of our heart because you can only do something like that for so long in your own strength before you're wondering what, what's going on here, why, and we start to miss things, and we're wondering why we're missing things. Well, I think something might be off in our heart because this is a joy, and it's a privilege and it's an honor. And God saved and changed my life. And so that's, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing every single week because God did it for me when I didn't ask him to. He changed everything so that I could live and have eternal life. And so as the church, that's what we're here for. So everything we pour excellence into, it needs to come from our heart if we want longevity. I think sometimes we think like, maybe it's just a subconscious thought, but I feel like sometimes we think we just kind of fall into longevity but I don't think anyone just kind of like trips and falls and realizes they've been somewhere for 10 years. Like, I think that's an intentional choice that we make when we say, I'm gonna resolve in my heart, I am immovable, you can't move me. This is where God has called me to be. This is where God has called me to serve. This is where God has called me to pour out everything he's given me so that somebody who walks through has the experience we want them to have because we know what's at stake here. I know when you're walking through our doors what's at stake here, and I've forgotten that too many times, and so today, I'm just going to say it out loud, I'm not going to forget anymore, because when someone walks through our doors, the thing that's at stake here is their marriage might be on the line. The thing that's at stake is they, they maybe, maybe they grew up here, maybe they've been to church a million times, but maybe they've never had that moment where they gave their whole life to Jesus. That's what's at stake here. And so it might not be the spot I'm rostered for, but I love what Pastor Jess talked about on Sunday morning at Huddle. You don't have to roster me for this. If I'm in the lobby and someone comes in and our serve team happens to not catch them, but I'm the one who catches them, the first thought on my brain isn't, how did I end up here catching you? That actually doesn't matter right now. What matters right now is I've got your reservation. I knew that you were walking through the door. I'm ready for you. How can I help? You got kids? Let me walk you back to the kids' hall. I don't know anything that's going on back there, but they don't need to know that. This is my house. You've came to the right place. I know what you're about to experience, so let me host your experience, and I'll get you where you need to go. I don't wanna forget what's at stake every single time someone walks through the doors because somebody is walking through something, good, bad, or indifferent. And what we have here is an opportunity for people to dive into community, for their lives to be changed, for them to find purpose, for them to find salvation, for them to find freedom, for them to find hope, for them to find healing, for them to walk into our worship service and breathe for the first time in a week because they can just be at peace because what's been prayed into this room is that God would cover this entire space and that every single person who walks through will experience Jesus. So when I'm walking through and I see somebody I haven't met yet, I'm going to go meet them. You don't have to roster me for that. We value excellence. And we need to cultivate our heart so that that doesn't come from a place of checking a box. Because this is so much more valuable than checking a box. And I felt that when I walked into that restaurant last night realizing, I think we were just like a box that was kind of checked, They just did their job, but honestly, the job fell through, and so now they're just trying to plug a hole and make sure that it's just done because they kinda wanna forget. No, 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 I don't wanna ever just check the box. Like, great, they walked through the doors, box checked. Someone said hi to them, box checked. Like, I wanna get in there make sure that their experience was exactly what it needs to be. And that's not just for our pastors. That's for us. That's for our team. That's for every leader who calls this place home. And that's the thing about excellence, too. I think excellence, um, when it's combined with unity, is absolutely unstoppable. Because it's not just a few of us. It can't just be a few of us. It's all of us. This is the vision and the mission of our church. It's every single one of us. We're on this journey and this mission together. God's not done yet, so what does that mean? Well, that means every single one of us who are here on a Sunday, it doesn't matter the spot I'm rostered for, it doesn't matter what I'm scheduled for on Planning Center, if I see something that needs my attention, I'm gonna jump all in and do it. You don't have to ask me to do that. I might not know how it needs to get done, but I'm for sure going to step up and do it. This is the strength of a team. When we're all going towards excellence together, it starts to unlock things. It starts to change the game. It's no longer a question of, you, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like sometimes when you can see like there's a gap, sometimes our human nature first response is frustration. Why is there even a gap here? Like shouldn't somebody do something about that? Well, I think when you've got a team who values excellence and you've got a church on mission to make every story matter, what that looks like is, oh, I see the gap. I'm going to fill the gap. We can talk later about how to get a system in place. But right now, I'm going to step up. I'm going to fill the gap. I'm going to be the one because this is fun. I think really when you do things with excellence, it actually is a ton of fun. When you combine it with unity, it's unstoppable. But whenever you do things with excellence, it's actually so much fun. When you've got a team of people who are willing, like, we can be here late getting ready for Easter and prepping everything we can and trying to troubleshoot why something's not working. But you know what? This is actually fun. I'm not alone. And while I'm working out this problem, I can remind my own heart what's going on behind the scenes that I don't even know what God's about to do on Sunday. I know there's people coming to church who haven't been to church in an entire year because of COVID and a pandemic. And so as I'm prepping and as we're putting in those hours and as we're getting things ready and as we're troubleshooting and it's not working the way we want it to, we can actually pause and say, wow, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for what you've trusted me with. Thank you, God, for what you've given us. Thank you, God. I am exhausted, and you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way because this is fun. This is fun. This is a joy. This is an honor. This is a privilege, and I think as we continue to move forward, I'm catching what our pastors are casting vision for, that God isn't done yet in our city. He's not done yet in this. I mean, honestly, in our world, we can see that so clearly, and I love what Pastor Ben is preaching every Sunday right now. There is more. And as a, as a church family, as we step into that and as we lean into that, as we keep pushing towards excellence as a team, I just feel like this might be the key. Because as we lean into excellence, I think people, they don't even know, but they, but we know what they're stepping into. And I think a whole piece of that is being able to open up your arms wide and say, yes, you. God had you in mind. I see you right now as we serve. I know you're coming in. I wanna help you find your place. I want you to come to my connect group. I need you to go to growth track. Hey, do you wanna serve with me right now? Hey, do you wanna sit with me in church? We're making a way for people to feel like this is home just like you and I feel like this is home. And that happens when all of us together lean into that together. I think sometimes excellence, you know, when we get tired, I think that's just a good indicator. Oh, I'm doing this in my own strength. I'm just doing this in my own strength. Like I'm tired right now and I'm a little frustrated. Okay, actually I'm just, hold on, let me look at my own heart. This is my responsibility. This isn't someone else's responsibility. It's my responsibility to check my own heart. So let me check my own heart really quick and find out, oh yeah, I'm kind of running on empty here. I need to get my heart right. I need to protect and cultivate my heart. A great way to do that I think is to remind yourself, I am here because this is my place and ain't nothing gonna take that from me. I am immovable. I am where I'm supposed to be. I am doing what God has called me to do. I am using the gifts he's given me. I am working it out. I am not perfect. I am far from it, but I am gonna stick my ground because God wants to do something here. We have to get really good at that kind of self-talk as we keep pushing forward towards excellence. We have to get really good at checking our heart, making sure our heart is healthy so that we can keep going. We need you. We need, you. We need everybody to lean in to what God wants to do here to see it come to life and to see it keep moving and um, to not miss anybody's reservation. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get it out of my mind, but people are coming this weekend. Again, we have another opportunity because people are gonna walk through our doors and they didn't come on accident, they came on purpose. Yeah. Even the people who say, I just drove by. Well, you pulled into the parking lot on purpose. Right. Yeah. We've got your reservation. It's not an accident that you came, we're prepared. We've got a seat for you, we've got a whole, whole situation planned for you this morning so we have your reservation we've got you taken care of this is pretty much it but I just want to end with thinking I was thinking through this and I was realizing like especially when it comes to the why um, and I just I I wanted to just thank our pastors again because I think um, as I was preparing for this this morning I was I was just personally um, feeling so grateful for The pieces of my story that have been impacted by this experience, Um, because you you know sometimes when you're eight years in, nine years in, ten years in, you're like, wow, there's a lot of life back there. (laughs) Like, and when you start thinking through it, you're like, whoa, wait a minute, this is wild. And I remember being like, I think this was before Randall and I are married, but um, I got to clean our church facility, and I remember being in the kids area cleaning, and I this was, uh, I mean, years ago now, but I, I think I sent Pastor Jess a video. And I remember in that moment feeling a little bit, like, overwhelmed because I was cleaning this room, and I was tired, and I was just all of a sudden overcome because I know the dream in my heart was that I wanted to have a baby one day. And I just felt like God was like, look what you're preparing. Like, look what I've trusted you with. Like, this is, you know, like, God— how did you end up here? It doesn't make any sense. And I just felt like God just started speaking to my heart all over again. Like, what you get to, go, what you get to do and what you get to be a part of in the unseen moments or in the seen moments, God sees you. He sees you. And, and when he steps in, I just felt like God was telling me, Carissa, like, what you're cleaning right now, that's everything that was in your past. You're cleaning that up. Is wiped away. What you're cleaning right now is laying groundwork for someone else to come in here and be at ease. What you're cleaning right now is, I know that I see your daughter in your future. You don't know that, but I see her, and you're cleaning, and you're making a way for her to come in here and have a place that she can call home when she starts to grow up, and none of this would actually be possible without pastors who trust leaders to own the vision. Our pastors have opened up the door wide and, and said, hey, you have a calling, you have a purpose. You, I'm thinking about Joe, Joe, you're here, I don't know, three, four times a week <laughs> We're, working on the sound. But I, I, I guarantee, I mean, Randall's told me, you don't do that because you have to. You love it, you're passionate about it. This is what changes the game. And I'm kind of gushing at this point, so I will stop. But I'm just grateful to be planted here. I'm grateful for this church family. We say that a lot, and I just don't ever want that. That piece cannot become normal. Because this isn't normal. And when people walk through our doors, it's not, hey, what's up? I've got your reservation. Hey, church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.